0: Hashtag SFMBTH 16 minutes now before 4 o'clock and we continue our coverage of the Johannesburg CBD building that went up in flames in the early hours of the morning. 73 people killed and... 50 others who were injured and taken to hospital. We now speak to Dr. Imta Suleiman, founder uh, and chair of A Gift of the Givers um, that is also providing assistance to some of the survivors. Dr. Suleiman, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, Tell us about um, what Gift of the Givers found when they arrived um, on the scene.
1: Uh, Good afternoon, we were called by how disaster management as well as the city of Janusville, I mean, city of, disaster, management, city of disaster to assist the firefighters initially. That's quite common what happens with us. We get called initially to assist the firefighters, especially with the long fight, for several hours. We've done that in Naisna, we've done that with the UCD fires, we've done it with the Boxburg tank explosion, we've done it with Abecha last year. So the initial brief was to support firefighters. Just what liquids, what energy uh, meals, or proper meals in, as as a basis. We've done that. Finish that part is over. We're now ready for the second phase, where we deal with the victims of the fire itself. And for that, for that, we have to wait for the disaster management and everybody else who does the list to keep the list ready. Right now, there's 421 people who need to be housed. They're looking. At, I think they found human settlements. They found an alternative place where to house them. While stay busy with that, our warehouses are already preparing the supplies, mattresses, blankets, hot meals, bottled water, service repairs, diapers, new clothing. Everything is on standby. And the moment we know where they're placed, our teams will follow. To answer your question, my guy went into the building and he said this was an informal settlement in an organized building where rooms were broken, broken up into shared. So there was an informal, like a shack, and, and cardboard put between people, families in the same room. And each family had about 10 people in it. But all those cardboards and all those papers used, this was a real fire hazard. And when you have buildings, you have them properly control, there's numbers. You know, the government's laws say that in this building, there can't be more than 50 people or 100 people. For so many people, there must be a fire exit. There must be so many fire extinguishers. Of course, none of these rules are followed. And that's why we got what we got today.
0: Sure, um, yeah, and that description of the informal settlement, because earlier on the councillor was speaking about the, about the same type of, of description because he said it, it's like a squatter camp, it's like an informal settlement um, inside the building. Well, that's the first time in my life I've ever seen something like that, to be honest.
1: In, I, I couldn't believe it when my guy was telling me that. It sounded so bizarre. I was sort have of thought that they would be staying okay in a proper building you know, nice uh, accommodation in rooms, but you just basically took an informal settlement and put it to a building so you can accommodate more people. And and this is a, a recipe for an absolute disaster. It's strange. It's fortunate it's only happened to one building, you know, from, from what we know. Yeah. But the sad thing is, I think this is probably the biggest fire disaster in our history. There's so many people that have been killed in one building. I don't know any disaster I can think of right Certainly. now. Certainly.
0: Yeah, I'm, even I'm, even yeah. Um, uh, 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 the 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 emergency services spokesperson Robert Mulaozi, said as well that you know in my years of working for emergency services I've never experienced anything like this before.
1: And look, we've done fires. Naisa fire was huge. It burned so many houses, burnt so much tractors, over that But not more than four or five people passed on. Same, you know, with other areas. There were fires, big fires, even in formal settlements when a thousand shacks get burnt. Then you know, maximum three people passed on. But 73 people in one building in five stories—it shows there's something seriously wrong with the government, governance, the management, the inspection, the systems, the laws in the city for this to happen. And there's not only city in some rural area in Africa; this is city on the African continent.
0: Yeah. Um, Dr. Suleiman, um you s- did mention earlier on that you will be providing assistance to the survivors, about uh, plus, plus 400 of them. Um, but can you indicate uh, how long would you be able to do this? We
1: have a standard procedure. We normally help victims of any disaster, but between three and seven days, sometimes we go to 10 days. You know, And in that time, most people, well, those people in an informal settlement normally go back to their homes in that period of time. I don't know what's going to happen here because the informal settlement is in the building. So are they going to go to another hijacked building? Is another gang settlement going to come and offer them the same kind of deal? Or are they going to move to informal settlement somewhere? Or the human settlement is going to say, look, we're going to find an alternative place for you. I don't know. You know, it, it just depends, you know, what's going to happen. And how, we, we, but we, we won't be able to go more than 10 days.
0: Uh, and then from a solutions-based approach, what do you think should happen now? Because as you as you say, you look at the building, it looks like a, an ordinary building sure it looks a bit dilapidated but you don't expect that there's an informal settlement inside. And you can only imagine how many other buildings that have been hijacked also are informal settlements inside. From a solutions-based approach what do you think should happen?
1: It's not going to happen overnight. You know, it, there, First of all, there has to be governance laws. It, people have to start tackling this issue directly. There's three elements here. One is people who stay in this kind of building, you know, because they have to be responsible. You can't be having 10 people in a room when you know it can only take four. So you are partly the for cause of the problem because, and I'm going to be brutal, you know what, you have to take responsibility. You've got children, you've got men and women, you've got to take responsibility. It's not safe to stay when money numbers, when allocation is, is few. Secondly, if the building is not hijacked, and you know, or hijacked or not, Whoever puts a pit inside, they took the responsibility to control the numbers. And certainly, of course, the city has to do their, 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 their due diligence. That's why you have city laws. It's illogical that the city of Johannesburg can shut down Charlotte MacKyakie Hospital after the fire of April 2021 at the height of the COVID pandemic. And yet you can't shut down or move people from a building. that the fire this, That what you did was far more severe why can't you apply your own rules to the buildings in Johannesburg and that's what needs to be done now with every building not only in Johannesburg all over the country but why saying is that you still need an alternative to put the people that alternative i don't have a solution for where are you going to put them do you have other buildings are you ready buildings are you going to put them in open land are you going to say okay like the informal settlements in Antarctica we're going to give you the land we're going to give you building kits you can stay here because the other problem is most of them are undocumented, you know, and and that's another challenge. So I'm going to stay here like everybody else, and from there, get your documentation sorted out, move to your own house at your own cost. It's a complex problem, but whatever the problem is, they can't live like this in this building with a Jewish
0: man. Thank you so much for your, for your time, Dr. Imtah Suluman, the gift of the givers, a founder, um, speaking to us about the assistance that they're giving. But just listen to that description of this informal settlement inside the building.